0: What is up? Good morning, Cody Jameson with the World Hockey Report Live. Coming to you on 12-Ounce Sports. A little bit of a late start today. Hey, it happens. It's Monday, February 24th. Coming to you from the Great White North, 8.06 local time. Wow, trade deadline day is off and running. The Ottawa Senators, I'm pretty sure they just went delete, delete, delete on their roster. What a return for Pajot as well. We are going to get into that. Of course, show today brought to you by BetMyBookie. You know where it is already. Everyone knows if you want to watch, you want to bet, you're watching a game, you want to place some money on it, you got to go to MyBookie.ag, use promo code 120 sports. they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. MyBookie.ag, promo code 120ZSports, they'll match your deposit up to $1,000 thousand dollars already tons of stuff to get to today on the show of course trade deadline day Nemestikov he's off Pajot off the board Mike Green off the board as well There's a ton more. We are going to get into that as well. Hey, if you want to talk about it, give me a shout. 306-750-7524. That's 306-750-7524. Call, text, whatever. We're on Twitter at WorldHockeyRPT. As well, I'm on Twitter at Janner 31 Hit us up. I don't care. Any trade proposals, anything you want. Hey, we've posed a couple of questions. We will get to those soon enough. But yeah, again, we gotta talk a little bit of hockey. That's also going on last night. What a win! The Oilers dominant. Connor McDavid, stellar. Who was really surprised? I mean, the Kings sucked. They're kind of a dumpster fire. Cal Peterson played well. I see. Um, I guess one of the things I really did pick out of that game is I see why they are fine with dishing Jack Campbell. Makes sense. You got a guy like Cal Peterson steps up from the minors, puts on something like that. Okay, I'll take it. David Ayers. Wild. I mean, what was your first thoughts when you saw Zamboni driver playing an NHL game? Like, uh, they obviously blew it out of proportion. But still. Is David Ayers winning a hockey game against the Toronto Maple Leafs the best NHL story of all time? Find me something better do it. I I would love to see it. I don't know if you actually could though. I honestly think that this could be one of the best stories of all time. It really could. We will we'll get into that as well. He had a couple of good interviews. Crazy crazy life story from him. And hey, there's one game in the NHL. It's Ottawa and Columbus tonight. You probably want to get those bets in because the line is it's going to it's going to suck. I mean, let's be realistic. It is going to be tough. Let's talk trade deadline for a bit. Jean-Gabriel Pagiot gets moved. We'll take a look at the full trade here. Soon enough, at least. Got to wait for the Twitter to speed things up. That return, absolutely insane. Ottawa now they've got fourteen draft picks in twenty twenty. Looks like Trocheck is off to Carolina. We'll break that one right now. Vincent Trocheck. Before we get to the Pajot stuff, Trocheck to the Canes. Wow. They're going for it. This is actually one of the better trade deadlines we've had in a while. At least the start. Holy cow. This is off to. Just buzzing. Buzzing. We'll get you the return on the Trocheck deal. Kind of when that comes out a little bit more. This is just breaking right now. Here's the return on the, the J.J. Pajot trade, though. It was kind of an interesting one where you didn't know what... Like, does Ottawa just want 20 draft picks here? What's what's their end goal? Well, looks like they're all right with 20 draft picks from the sounds of it. Pajot gets a first in 2020. That shifts to a first in 2021 if the Isles pick in the top three in June's draft. Very unlikely. There's no conditions on the second round pick in 2020. So it's a second this year. And a conditional third if the Isles win the Stanley Cup this year only. A couple of conditions in there, but still. Just a a wild trade all-round and for the Sens, you have to be pretty happy with what you got. You really do. You get three draft picks for Jean Gabriel Pangel, including a first. This year, next, really doesn't matter. The Isles, I don't see them dropping into that bottom three, and I, I don't see them bailing anytime soon. They might even win a playoff series. Might. Might. No guarantees but still you're picking 15 to 25 let's see that's not bad you can snag another pajjo there i i get that yeah you you probably want some guys to to lead these younger players but is Pat and Joe that one is Pat and Joe a guy who's going to resign in ottawa and take a friendly price no i don't see it He's going to go straight to free agency, and he's going to take the first plane out of Ottawa. 100%. Why would he want to stay, play in that painful place for that long just to be nice? No, no, no. No, no. This is a business. That Trocek deal, though, we got to talk about that. This is absolutely lighting up the hockey scene right now. Not exactly sure. Looks like Prisky is the return. Wow. Hall Eric Halla, Lucas Walmark, and two prospects to Florida for Vincent Trocheck. Not a bad deal, honestly. If you're Florida, he kind of he got rid of a, a depth scorer And he brought in a bunch of pieces little pieces albeit but they could definitely help you down the road i don't think that's a bad deal at all uh it's not like trochek has been anything spectacular this year no one's going out of their way to really i mean he's got 36 points this isn't 2017-18 where he was a point per game guy and played the full season been banged up a little bit, happens. I mean, you're going to take Pajot over Trocek any day of the week, and I think that kind of goes without saying, but still, Trocek's a guy with some experience, the Canes could obviously use scoring, also use a goaltender, but hey, give and take, it happens, David Ayers. That's still crazy. That's that's still a wild story to me. There's a lot of pieces still in play as we check. Out. Just buzzing between Hockey Central trade deadline and TSN trade center. See you around. I mean, you still got Kreider. Carolina's first round picks at number three is trade bait. I think that's just stupid and lazy, whatever. Sammy Vatman from the Devils. Barry, he's at number five everyone's going with the Tyson Berry getting moved and I as crazy as it sounds, Vancouver just seems like they would try a move like that like they would pay too much even though they're all banged up here's the official prospects here so you got Hollow, Walmart, any trailers. and each other you got Chase Prisky E2, Lusterinen Lusterinen I don't know, some Finnish kid Probably should know more about him. I'm not even going to pretend like I do. They got a couple of prospects. They dished off Trocek. He also got Andreas Athanasayu. I think he's going to be a big piece because his stats don't even add up. Eric Gustafson from the Blackhawks. would make sense to unload him. He's have a, He had a pretty good start here. Solid D-man. You got Derek Grant from the Ducks. Dustin Bufflin. Rumor has he's not going to play hockey this year. Jesper Fast. Fast. From the Rangers. Patrick Marlowe. No picks or salary retention in the Trochek move. Marlowe and Thornton. Kind of an interesting one. See if they get moved. He also got Mike Hoffman, Tyler Ennis, Wayne Simmons, Robin Leonard. Um. I could totally see Thornton and Marlowe going to contenders. I really could. I think this year has been an absolute dumpster fire in San Jose. And if they want to retire at the end of the season, they might as well go one last push, make a run for it, do something. It would make sense. Ennis to, Otto, or Ennis to Edmonton. Wow. Stay hot. That seems like it's one that's probably written in there. Brandon Saw, Tyson Yost, Jimmy VC, Kyle Palmieri. TSN has Detroit's cap space. And number 22 is their trade bait. I don't. Is is that a joke? That's. That's stupid. I get it. They've got that. That's number 20. That's, that's more important than Kyle Palmieri on the Devils. Give me a break. That's stupid. All right, let's step aside. Go to commercial. We'll come back. Talk a little bit more. Trade center as well. I do I do have a couple of thoughts. McDavid's return to the NHL last night. Absolutely electric. Cal Peterson was good as well. Drysaddle. He's always been good right now. Of late. Of late. For the Oilers. Okay, I'll take a break. Come back. World Hockey Report Live. Coming to you on 12-ounce sports. The Edmonton Oilers team who's always struggled in L.A. I don't know. It's just something about that barn. They've they've been so mediocre every time they go there. Maybe it's the city. Maybe it's Hollywood. Who knows? They struggle there. Last night, different story. They turn the clocks. They go up three rip on L.A. Yeah, maybe a little collapse, whatever. Power play goals cost them. I guess one was on the power play. Cope was on the power play. Browns wasn't. Archibald ices Ice is it. McDavid with an absolute beauty. I mean, he just outweighed everyone in the crowd. Unbelievable. Nuge and Drysaddle as well. That's the big three. Those are the three guys who, if they're going, no disrespect to Yamamoto, whoever. Those are the three you need. You need. Also, we didn't really talk about the Oilers trade. They got Mike Green. Um, they gave up a fourth and Kyle Bronziak, His contract. I mean, whatever. Interesting pickup. It's some. Um, it's some leadership. I, I see it in that sense, and that's the only way you'll honestly convince me that the Oilers did decent here. Is purely the leadership aspect for guys like Bear Jones, Bouchard. Mike Green's been there. He's done that. He's seen some things. Is it really going to make him that much better of a pulling off contender? I don't know. I'm not even. Is it bad to say that he might be a healthy scratch in playoffs? Like, you got to assume that Russell's probably on the move. Likely. But if not, like. Those two guys are going to be battling with each other. Kind of an interesting one. How is Caden Primo a B-rated prospect? Craig Button, hating on American goalies. It happens. Whatever. All right, back to it. Oilers, what a win. Conor McDavid, um... Here's one thing I wanted to bring up about the Oilers game last night. Everyone's, everyone's bitching and complaining about the refs. Sure, do do whatever you want. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you feel tough on social media. But that's just how LA plays. That's how they've always played. That's how they, they've never changed their style from when they won Stanley Cups. They're still playing an old Sutter way. They'll still give you hacks, whacks, hooks, and cross checks. And they they just, they'll never change their style until that, that main core is gone. Why? Because that's the style you have to play in playoffs if you want to win a championship. No, the Oilers cannot play that style. And yeah, of course they're going to want calls on it because they've never seen it. They've never gone far enough in playoffs to really get to that point. I don't know. Just frustrating. It's frustrating as, uh, you know, reporter frustrating as a fan, frustrating on so many different different angles. Because I, I I respect the old school game. I get it. The clutch and grab, it's no more I, I I really do enjoy the speed of some of these top players. But seeing McDavid get a hook on a breakaway, I mean Sure, he loses the puck, whatever, doesn't get a shot off. But right away, as you turn and you start yelling at the ref, you got your arms in the air. I'm not saying McDavid's selling it. I'm not saying that he doesn't take more abuse than the rest of the league, because he clearly does. I'm just saying that's got to get figured out. I I, I don't know. I I don't like to see it. I think it's a a black eye. It's turning into the NBA, where every time they get touched, they're looking at the refs. They're screaming. They're yelling. Their arms are in the air. I just don't want to see it play through. Hockey has always been a man's game. And as much as I I do enjoy, love seeing pretty goals and stuff. I also like seeing hard battles. I like seeing guys battle through things. I like seeing guys get chippy in the corner. That's That's what made me fall in love with the game of hockey. And I get it. Times are changing. That is bound to happen. But come on, if you enjoy soft hockey, I don't know, probably not your cup of tea. Let's go with that. A quick recap on some of the trades. Obviously, we just broke it down. Mike Green to the Oilers. Pajot. what a haul for the Ottawa Senators on this one. I know we already talked about it a little bit, but still, great move, I think. I think that's a, a great step in the right direction. And... Man, Pajot. It's a good haul. Lou did good. Lou really did good. The devils still. They can move some players. Vatnan Possibly. Paul Mary? Good to see it. Someone wants pure goal scoring. Remember the tale that Kyle Palmieri went on last year? I think he had like what, seven goals in his first seven games or something. Maybe it was even more than that. It was wild. He's He puts the puck in the back of the net. For a team like the Edmonton Oilers, put him with Conrad David. Do it. No more check That's off. Uh, Tyler Ennis, I get it. He's a lot cheaper. But hey. If you can free up, if you can get them to take Russell somehow, sweeten the pot. I'm not saying you got to give up all your draft picks, but at some point you got to go, hey, our second rounder isn't going to do us what Kyle Paul will this year. We've got some momentum, they've got a chance to be the number one seed in the Pacific. There's a a big difference between just getting into playoffs and being a number one seed. That means you've got home ice advantage for the first two rounds. Massive difference. Especially when you think about the Oilers, who... I mean, the the fans think they're starving for playoff hockey. I think there's a lot worse markets out there, so I'm not going to give them that. But you've got the opportunity to be a real wagon in the, the Pacific... And so if you're going to be like, well, we're not going to go all in. Let's hope we get back here next year. I get it. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nuge, Yamamoto, they're not getting worse. (laughs) Your goaltending, that's a little bit suspect. Your defense, well, you've got some good pieces coming up, but you've also got some others who are consistently battling injury problems. Consistently proving to struggle in certain aspects of the game. Why wouldn't you? If you're Ken Holland, take a shot. Throw that uppercut. I mean, hey, if you miss, you're still in blocking position. I think the Oilers might as well. That's that's my thoughts there. I guess we kind of got sidetracked off our little uh, trade review. Paggio to the Islanders. Um, Colorado gets Nemestikov. I threw out this question and I'm going to pose it again. Hey, if you're watching, hit us up. Twitter, World Hockey RPT. I'm on Twitter at Janner31. Shows come to you on 12 Ounce Sports. Cody Jansen with you. Hey, if you want to call into the show, hit us up anytime. 306 750 7524. That's 306 750 7524. World Hockey Report live on 12 Ounce Sports. Yeah, it's trade deadline day. Heavily focused on that, of course. Posed a couple of questions. I said if Carey Price gets traded, where to? I've heard a bunch of rumors on this already. I mean, the Colorado makes sense. Varlamov's hurt. France, coup, Franco, whatever. Not going to be your guy come playoffs. And that's a team that's built to win ASAP. Even more ASAP than the Edmonton Oilers. They are. 100% 100% they are. So I pose the question, I think Colorado's top of my list. Um, a lot of people just saying, nope, not a chance, no chance. I'm not saying this is 100% done, they're 99% done. I'm just saying that if teams aren't seriously considering, or the Montreal Canadiens aren't seriously considering it, well, they're going to be stuck in no man's land, picking 10th and 12th every single year. It's no fun. I mean, look at Minnesota. Look at how long Minnesota's just, you know, been sitting on the same hamster wheel going round and round and round. Doesn't work. Thomas Hahn says nowhere. Samuel Turpok, I don't I might have butchered that one, says nowhere as well. Stunning Steve. Habs keep him for one more year, then he's off to Seattle. Actually, something I haven't really heard before. So I, I do entertain that. You look at a guy like Marc Andre Fleury and what he did for Vegas in their first year. Stunning Steve. That deserves a like. I'll give you that one. Um, Frank Voice Isles says nowhere. John Strider, 10 million's too much. 5 million at this point might be okay. That's just not how it is. NHL starting goaltenders. They know they can get paid. They know teams have to pay them. Uh, that's just the way it is. I mean, you're going to tell me that if Jordan Bennington doesn't go to the conference finals or Stanley Cup this year, that once his deal's up, or the next two years, I believe it's a two-year deal. So in the next two years, if he goes back to the cup finals or back to the, the Western Conference final, he's not accepting less than $8 million. He's not. He's... You're just wild and insane to think he would take anything less than that. And I think that goes for a lot. A lot. I also asked about trade predictions. So, Um, Knucklehead said there will be no trades tomorrow. I mean, idiotic thing to say. (laughs) Maybe it's a joke. Whatever. Um, Griffin, your face. Says Athanaseu stays put. So far, so good. I mean, you're safe on that aspect. Um, Green to the Capitals. Nope. Nope, that one's not going to work. Only 11 players on NHL rosters will be moved, and the rest will be prospects. I mean, we got Green, Paggio, Trocek, Hala, Walmart. I'm already losing count. There's been like three trades. I think the number's low. So at Kyle Dubas or Wayne go Leafs I think he shot a little bit low on that one. Um Blackhawks deal Robin Leonard to Vegas for a second round draft pick. Don't think they would go for a first. That's an interesting one. David Ruiz. Why to Vegas? Unless they're saying Fleury's, you know, packing it in soon. Carolina could be an option if you ask me. I mean, Mrazek and Reimer both go down, and when it comes down to playoff time, if they're going to make a push for it like they seem to to want to, could be interesting. I like the whole Leonard thing. I I think Leonard deserves to to go to a team who's going to lock him up long term. Brodine to Florida for Trocheck. That's from Trev, precarious photo. Nope. Hoffman to Vancouver for Stetcher. I could, ah, uh, not Stetcher. Uh, I could see Hoffman in Vancouver, though. Could see that team. Uh, Colorado gets Jonathan Drew in. Ennis for fourth and Athens-C and for Larson and a second. Come on, man, really. Can Larson and a second? Yeah, that probably could. I guess that would probably almost work out best for both teams. I, I really do like Athanaseu. And I get it. Everyone's going to go, oh, my, he's only got, what, 10, 12 goals this season. Why, why do we think he can play on that top line? Because he's a, a heck of a lot better than Ennis. I mean, watch a hockey game. Use the eye test for just a second. If you don't think that Seyu isn't going to be three times the player that Tyler Ennis is going to be, you're off your rocker. That's just straight up insane. Jamie Hicks's third said Eric Gustafson to Vegas for a 2020 conditional second round. That turns into a first if he re-signs. A first for Eric Gustafson? I get it. He's been producing some points. He's a great D-man. I, I mean, I think that World Hockey Report's all behind him. Me, Adam, doesn't matter who. I think we are behind him in that sense. But a first? I get it. That's a conditional one if he resigns, but it's a big fetch. That's a very big fetch. Ennis to Edmonton for a third round pick. Well, the Oilers don't have a 2023, so it'd have to be 2021. And I don't know. I don't. I don't see if. I mean, if you're going to push it back to 2021, probably probably not uh, Chelsea Blues says Jim Benning gives up way too much for anyone he trades for um Andrew Crikey I'm just gonna wing that one there uh Barry to Vancouver to tar to Edmonton that's an interesting one that's one that doesn't really get talked about I don't I don't see it being a perfect fit but I also don't see it being a crazy option. Jaren to Colorado, heard that one. Stetcher to Toronto. And Colby Hockey Central says, tons of depth moves. Tons? What do we see? Tons? I don't know. According to Pierre LeBron, the Panthers are trying to add a D before the deadline today. Could Barry go down there? I mean, here's a couple of guys. I get it, like, these are these are bigger names. Yeah, Barry... Got maybe maybe the line and maybe you drag him from Buffalo. I get it they're kind of on a run now a little heater going on but still has to be some sort of option right maybe a guy like Gustavson I could see that be interesting to see um LeBron again hurricanes still chasing a d I mean doesn't everyone kind of want a d man I mean if someone's gonna fall on your lap you're not gonna say no. Sourced by Mike Commodore the insider. Athanaseu to Columbus. I don't know. That'll be an interesting one. I, I I really think that Ken Holland is smart enough where if he knew that Mike Green was the guy he wanted, he'd probably seen Athanaseu. I'm not a math guy, I'm not gonna go back when he was there with them. But that's gonna be on the board. I think someone's going to overpay for Kreiner. That's my one prediction for today. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk, uh, I mean, hopefully some more trades happen, all right? It's Trade Center. Trade day. Deadline, 4 hours, 21 minutes, and 25 seconds away. It's World Hockey Report Live. Cody Jansen with you on 12-Ounce Sports. Back after the break. Back on 12-Ounce Sports. Cody Jansen with you here. World Hockey Report Live. Coming to you on February 24th. Yeah, it's trade day. Trade Deadline Day. Get it up on Twitter. Hey, whatever you're doing, hope you're enjoying it. And of course, the show today. Brought to you by SeatGiant.ca. Use promo code 120 sports, and you're saving some money on your next ticket-buying purchase at SeatGiant.ca, promo code 120 sports. Probably one of the coolest stories in the NHL that I've ever heard. And I would be willing to put it as one of the coolest stories ever. In the National Hockey League. Maybe even in the, the the hockey world. That's just how crazy it was to see David Ayers be the e-bug. Go into an NHL game. Not just for 5 minutes. Not just for 10 minutes. For half a game. Against the Toronto Maple Leafs. One of, arguably one of the best offensive teams in the entire NHL. And he picks up a win for Carolina. Stops 8 of 10. Here was his interview with NBC. I, I just think this one was too good to pass up on. Have a listen. In Toronto, we welcome in the man of the hour in the hockey world, David Ayers. David, first off, you're, you're wearing the gear. You're sweaty. You were just on the ice. In Toronto, the team you beat last night for the Hurricanes, what was it like going back out there
1: against the team you beat this morning? Now, there's only a couple of guys that we, I just skated with, so they're just out there. One of the guys come back from injury, and the other guy just wanted to get some extra reps in. So, but they were great. They came right up to me and said, congratulations, we're so proud of you. Uh, good job. So
0: they're very receptive. Well, it was an absolutely incredible moment. I want you to walk us through this. Let's start with how your night began. You're in the arena. Where are you, and then what happens when Reimer gets hurt, and then Mirazic gets hurt, and then eventually you're on the ice. Take us through this.
1: Yeah, every game I'm there, I always stand at the very top of the rink in the standing room section. I just kind of—it's been my way for three years, um, and then. Rhymer go down and uh, I got the text message to go get my gear and get ready, so I went down and usually got I get half my stuff on and just kind of sit there and wait and watch the game. Uh, I was watching it on my phone, um, I didn't actually see Mirazic go down and one of the equipment guys came in to me and he said, hey, you got to get your stuff on, it's, uh, it's time to go out there and I, I actually didn't believe him at first <laughs> and uh, it, it was true, get your stuff on and go, so that was it, to get out there. So, David, you get your stuff on, and you walk down the tunnel towards the rink, you look up, there's 20,000 fans staring at you. What's going through your mind? Uh, that was kind of the shocking part. I've been on that ice many, many times with practicing with either the Leafs or the Marlies, and it's a completely different story. You know, you walk out the door and you see all the Carolina guys standing right there, saying, you know, let's go, let's go, let's have fun, and, and then the crowd kind of goes crazy. And I was saying, I wasn't sure if they were going crazy because they thought, okay, least Leafs are going to pot ten goals on me, or <laughs> if they were happy that uh, I was just there because I was a, a Toronto guy.
0: Wow, that I, that just gives me. Chills to to think about to to watch. It's incredible. It's crazy. It's actually the wildest story I've ever heard of from the National Hockey League. It is. It is. Tell me, find something. Let me know. What do you think is actually crazier than that? Because I have a hard time believing that anything that wild has happened in a National Hockey League game. Also, Nate Thompson to the Flyers. That's a done deal. Well. Maybe it seems like a good landing spot for him. We won't even get into the, the Flyers history. Thompson. Maybe he failed a drug test once. It happens. <laughs> Not gonna make any connections there. Um you know what I, I think I think for Philly, just that added experience. Thompson was a part of those Vegas teams that went on runs. He had, what's the right word? He had that not swagger. He has the confidence. He has the, the right mentality that Philly just currently doesn't have. They don't have that playoff winning mentality. They've got a team who is great one night and looks absolutely lost the next. That's tough to have. It's tough to be a contender. And you know, kind of go through without an identity. You you have to have something. You have to you have to be the hardest working team. You have to be the most skilled. You have to be the best defensive. What's feeling? What is? What are the Philadelphia Flyers? I would love it if someone could tell me what their identity is because they sure ain't the Broad Street Bullies anymore. I don't know. A little bit weird. Eight fifty one local time. Trades have kind of started to slow down. I, I still think a guy like Manson to the Leafs could make sense. Depends on what price they're wanting to pay. According to Pierre LeBrun, the Flyers were hard in on Pajot. Would make sense. A guy you kind of we we haven't talked about. I haven't talked about is uh, Kovalchuk off to Washington. I think the Caps got to pay like seventy-five grand or something for him. What a deal! Like. Sit him in the press box for nothing. You got Drager, good old Saski boy, taking calls live on air. The Trade Breakers in action. Gotta love that one. Nate Thomas to fill it. The latest. Kovalchuk to the Caps, though. I mean, they got five Russians already. They obviously aren't scared of Russians by any me- any means. And why would they, you know... <laughs> Why would they be afraid to add goal scoring? Washington knows they're going to need it. They know how tough that East is to get by. And I mean, they they felt some of those struggles playing up against a good defensive team like Carolina. You need more looks than than just your classic. You need to be dynamic. You need to be agile. You need to have multiple ways to attack. You need to have multiple guys who can rip the biscuit. Kovalchuk proved that Hey, terrible start in LA. Everyone knew that was a vacation home for him. But then he goes to Montreal, decides, hey, I still want to play in this league. Big bang, boom. He's all of a sudden scoring, and he's all of a sudden, you know, got a little bit of value that's coming where maybe it wasn't exactly expected. Let's get to a couple of bets for tonight. There's one game in the NHL Ottawa, Columbus, the lines have just absolutely withered on the Ottawa Senators. I mean, I get it. They, I, I think all bookmakers were, were pretty much ready to drop the hammer on them. But now all of a sudden, you get rid of the Nemestikov. Who knows what else is to come, but I would almost guarantee that more is on the way. Also, 14 parlay last night. 6-1 to one odds. How are you? Flames, Oilers, Isles, and Blues. That worked out nicely. Not going to lie. Sins are plus 190 on the money line. Columbus is minus 235. They're plus 115 on the puck line. Hammer that. Hammer that. Hammer that. I'd crush it. Plus 115. I mean, we're talking bets. Yeah. Columbus. Seems like an easy one. Puck line, plus 115 against the Sens. Probably, probably crush that. Alrighty, quick little recap here. Let's go over the trades for today. La- or The latest, Nate Thompson to Philly. That one, not surprising. Maybe it's a little out of the blue for some. Maybe not your most conventional move it happens Um, Trocek to the Canes they got a few hollow Walmart couple of prospects for him Paggio that's the big one to the Isles that's the biggest trade of the day guaranteed big move by Lou big move Um, the to Colorado solid move nice little addition nothing crazy there. not a massive risk or anything Um, last night Mike Green to the Oilers He'll take it. And before the trade deadline, obviously, the Kovalchuk to the Caps. Let us know what your favorite is. Hey, hit us up anytime on Twitter at WorldHockeyRPT. I'm also on Twitter at January31. Show brought to you by mybookie.ag. Use promo code 120 Sports for a deposit match of up to $1,000. Mybookie.ag. Promo code 120 Sports. As I said, probably hammer Columbus on the puck line tonight. I just don't see Ottawa having any juice in their tank. I they're gonna be kind of a mangled squad because of trade deadline day. And I don't see Columbus making any massive moves. I don't I don't think that they're in a position to do anything crazy. If I gotta if I gotta say something about who needs to add. The Flames got to get rid of one of their supposed big six, big four demon. They got to add, for sure, for sure, someone up front. And, man, for Robin Leonard's on the market, you're. <sighs> I know Carey Price is unrealistic. I know Carey Price is, but I'll, I'll say it again. He's a Western boy. And I would love to see him in the Flames net. And I'd probably give up Johnny Gaudreau for him. I honestly would. I think that Carey Price is that valuable. I know his cap sucks. If you could get Montreal to suck up part of it. Or if you're able to, to unload a contract. Like, if you can... I actually I don't mind how Lucci has been playing. So I don't want to rip on the guy. But if you can... Dump off a couple of contracts or something. Man, Something needs to change. Nothing against Riddick and Talbot. They're just not guys that'll win you a Stanley Cup. And for the Flames, if they want to go for a cup, better do it now than never. Because teams in the West, teams in the Pacific, not getting worse. Vancouver's going to be a wagon to come. They're already proving that. The Oilers with Ken Holland, they're a new-look team. Tippett, they're starting to buy in. I mean... Things are not going to get easier. So if you're the Calgary Flames, it's now or never. Got to do something. Giddy up, Cowboy. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. But don't want to get stuck in quicksand. Maybe another guy I'd, I'd see moved, Athanaseu. And I hope the Oilers you know, put in a serious push for him. Marlow and Thornton are a little bit of a, a weird combo where they both have said that they're open-ish. To going somewhere else? I don't know if Marlowe. I could see Thornton actually saying screw it before Marlowe. I could. I don't know who could really use a Thornton. Could you imagine if he goes back to Boston? Okay, there you go. I just said it. I'd, that just clicked right in there. Now it makes sense. Thornton to Boston. I mean, low cap space, a little bit of extra experience. <laughs> Back to the old stomping grounds. That makes sense. That's how we're going to wrap up the show. Hey, thanks for tuning in on 12 Ounce Sports, your home for Sports Talk Radio. Big weekend. College puck. That says enough, doesn't it? One week away. Hey, it's a Monday, February 24th, four hours away from the actual trade deadline. Of course, we'll be on all day on Twitter. Connect with us anytime at World Honky RPT. I'm on Twitter at January 31 for the rest of the crew. 12 ounce sports. Have yourself a good week.